Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. So getting off the topic of care homes, any things that you've seen, like a lesson learned, or maybe this has happened that should have been avoided somehow, it's a little bit proactive planning we want to mention. Yeah, and that's what the guidebook's about, because we're going to just step by step in the part of the book. It's just little things, say something happens to your spouse tonight and we're up at the hospital, okay? Would you know exactly what meds he's on? How much dosage, how often it's taken, what's it for, who his doctor is, or the doctor's phone number. The guidebook guides you through all that stuff so that there's no question and all you do is update it. You can just grab this book and go, hey, this is what it is, or make a copy of that part of the guidebook and take it to you with the hospital, the hospital. But those are the things that are important. Things like you can have insurance, but okay, you passed away, who's my agent? Like I have some uh, who like insurance policies, and when I looked up, on the website, okay, who am I contacting? There's like four different numbers. So then I got to my agent. I said, okay, I know you're the first contact. What's the second contact in case I can't get hold of you? And that's in my guidebook. So I put it down. When I went through this whole process with my mother and my father-in-law, I can really tell you how prevalent this waste of time, saving the phone, especially with Hawaii being six hours or four, three to six hours, remaining with coding and we're waking up and I have to get hold of all these important people or departments, and you have to go through a long list of, okay, go on the internet, find out the number, call the number, and then you get transferred to transfer. So those phone calls took me anywhere from half an hour to an hour just to get to the right person. So this, the Bible had every phone number in the contact person, so you can go straight to the number if something should happen to you, or your heirs can go straight to it. Because people don't realize how many places have to be notified. Here. Pension your social security or insurance, all kinds of stuff. Everybody's got to be notified in, and they all want your death certificate. So that's another thing you have to think about. How many death certificates are you going to order when your loved one passes? People don't realize all these little things that they need to end up doing. And they don't need to be thrown into the situation of having to handle all of this in the middle of all of one's passing. So this is just to avoid all that, basically. We're known for the simple and passive way of doing things, right? We pay a little bit of money, not overpaying, but we just pay for time. Like when people get married and spouses have to change their name, there's consultants for that. We pay consultants to book our reward travel or our credit points. The other, I pay people to negotiate cars for me. I never go to the dealership. They just do all that stuff for me. I pay them a little bit. But there should be somebody who like, there's a huge service for somebody who like does this stuff for people. So. I don't know, when I find that person, I'll put it into that webpage for you guys. There's got to be somebody, or if you guys out there have found like, these private consultants that do this, it's what entrepreneurs do. They find that need in the community and they fulfill it and they monetize it. But it's a little bit of a public service here. Just off the top of my head, if you guys have wills, you guys don't want wills, you guys want trust, so you can get probate. To me, if your attorney gets you, you probably need a new attorney because that's not what you want. I'd like to know your opinion on this. So like my opinion, I just see so many clients, they go through so much battles, even when all the surviving siblings still get along to liquidate assets. If you guys are already at that point or your parents are urgent to just liquidate this stuff and get rid of this stupid things, because it's like all this crap about like sentimental about just going to piss people off at the end of the day. You're so right, Lynn, because right now I know so many people who 
gotten along with their siblings until the parents have. And all of a sudden, they want to sell it, and one person holds off. You don't want to bring that one sibling to court to settle this. So things just go on for a year. What it reminds me of is that boss at work who never liked to be the enemy and always wanted to play both sides. At the end of the day, all their employees get pissed off at each other. The team falls apart anyway. So you parents out there, you guys need to be the bad guy and make the unenviable decision. Just making a call for everybody so we can just all move on and focus. That's my rant. I agree. I've seen just too many families broken up, siblings getting along, and then all of a sudden, not getting along. Not talking to each other. Yeah. Or they get cute with, oh, somebody gets the sports car, somebody gets... Uh, and like, like, dude, just liquidate everything in just a math exercise. If you're older, why don't you give away the things now? Why don't you wait till you die before you have to give away everything? Okay, folks, be careful there. Do not give properties away. That's not property. What's wrong with that? You give it to them while they can enjoy it. Of course, we all want to be on the up and up, 15,000 yeah. person exemption, whatever. But yeah, I agree. Like those smaller things, give it away now. But like properties, the reason why you guys don't want to give properties away is your kids will not get the step up basis. And they're going to absorb the basis you have. and They have to pay huge capital gains. So I've seen this happen two or three times where a family has like a $500,000 property they bought it in Los Angeles. And now it's worth $4 million And the parents are so kind in their heart to give it away. But dude, don't do that. You screwed them over. Yeah, like after your parents died or whatever, I, 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 I think that you probably are. Agree with me on this is that you do an appraisal so that's your cost basis for tax wise and you don't end up and paying out crazy taxes with the appreciation. Yeah. If the estate is over five, ten million dollars, you probably should consult an attorney oh, because yeah. it may make more sense to put into irrevocable trust, a dynasty mm -hmm. trust. But if it's less than that, keep it it should be pretty simple. But I would say to be prepared, you have to get a good attorney and a good accountant. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.